0: Welcome to Good News for Everyone. This is Tom Shanklin, and it's great to be with you today. got some good news for you today. I've got a message called Touching Jesus. What a miracle we can receive if we'll just touch Jesus. We know in the Word of God, many people would throng to Jesus and come to Him to touch Him, and as many as touched Him were made perfectly whole. But the good news is we can still touch Jesus today by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I preached this message recently, and there's just a special touch on it, you might say. And I believe it will really bless you. So be encouraged today. Um, if you're listening on iTunes or on your mobile and you want to get more information, you can go to our website at TomShanklin.org. That's T-O-M-S-H-A-N-K-L-I-N dot Praise God. We're going to go into the message now. And at the end of the message, there's a time of prayer. I encourage you just to stick with it and receive because the Spirit of God's moving at that time. And then there's a testimony from the pastor, Pastor Rich DeRider, at the end and uh, about how he was healed when he was a young Christian by the power of the Spirit of God. And he was healed, I believe, in a cornfield. We'll have to listen to the testimony. But, you know, you can be healed right where you're at, in your home or in your pickup or where in your car, wherever you are, because the Holy Spirit is there to make good on his word. So I encourage you to reach out and touch Jesus today and receive this message from the Lord. Well, let's read this story, and then I think I'll come back through it and start from the beginning again. But let's get the big picture, beginning in verse 25, Mark 5, 25. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, And had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, and we're going to call this today touching Jesus, if I may touch But his clothes I shall be whole. And straight away, hallelujah, the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole, Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Amen. She didn't leave the way she came. Amen. Something changed in her life that day. It says a certain woman, a certain woman, a certain individual. You know, as Susan was talking about the children of Israel, how there was millions of them, and but then it comes down to one individual. There's a a number of people in this room today, but it comes down to you. Amen? A certain woman, or a certain man, or a certain boy, or a certain girl. It's about you. A certain woman had a problem in her life. How I many know sometimes we have problems in our lives? And it said she had an issue of blood for 12 years, and she had suffered many things in many physicians and had not gotten better but got worse. And you know, I thank God we have better physicians now than we did then, I think, and we thank God for them, but how many know that our God is the great physician? Amen. In fact he tells us in Exodus fifteen twenty six, I am the Lord that healeth thee. He's take, made a commitment to be our physician, to be our doctor. And that is awesome. Amen. So, you know, thank God for the help that we can get from doctors or from other people or from nutrition or from doing things right with our lifestyle. Those things are important too, you know. And, uh, you know, god I don't believe God's against doctors. He had had a doctor write uh, two books of the Bible. Luke and Acts were written by the, the physician, Luke. So thank God for that. But I want to encourage you to make the Lord your chief number one practitioner and family practitioner. Amen. Let him be the main doctor on the case. Amen. He may lead you to others to help along the way, but let the Lord be your great physician. Amen. Because he's the one that can fix you. Can I have an amen? amen? And so she had suffered for 12 years. Think of it. Think of where you were 12 years ago. I don't know. Where was I? It's been a while. Okay. I remember where I was. I was pastoring a church back then. And here I am in the country church today. I'm, I'm happier here, I think. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but anyway, 12 years, she had suffered. People suffer. Amen. But Jesus cares about our suffering. It may not be a physical sickness. It may be a mental torment. It may be a relationship problem, a marital problem, a family problem. It may be a financial problem. But he cares about it all. Amen. Amen. And there is an answer in Jesus for these things. And the scripture said, when she heard about Jesus. Have you heard about Jesus? Have you heard about... We we sang some great songs today about Jesus. Amen. The Redeemer, the Savior, the Messiah, the one who died for our sins. Have you heard about Jesus? He is the Savior. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God loved the world so much, he sent his son to be a savior. Amen. And we know that he came. He was born of a virgin. His father was God. And so when Jesus walked the earth, the scriptures tell us he was Emmanuel, God with us. He was different than any other human being that ever walked the face of the earth because he was God in the flesh. Amen. He was the Messiah sent to save us. It's so important that we hear about Jesus. You know, the Bible said, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And she heard about Jesus. She began to hear the reports of what Jesus did. She began to hear about how the lame walked, and the blind would see, and the lepers were cleansed, and the demon-possessed were set free, and even the dead were raised. She began to hear these miracle reports, and she began to believe in Jesus. Amen. She began to have a trust in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is so powerful when we have that trust. But she began to think about doing something with that belief, with that faith. She began to think about getting an answer for her problem. Hallelujah. She says, I'm going to get something from the Lord. Amen. I heard about that fellow that got cleansed of leprosy. If, if he can do that, he can take care of me. Can I have an amen? This, this is no problem for Jesus. Twelve years she had gone from probably from one doctor to another, you know. One, trying to find one solution uh, after another. But then she figured out Jesus is her solution. And I want you to know today that Jesus is your solution. Can I have an amen? And she began to realize that and focus upon the fact that Jesus is her solution. And so she said, if I can just touch his clothes, I shall be whole. If I could just touch Jesus, I'm gonna be well. Praise God. If I could just touch Jesus, something is gonna change in my life because He is the solution. And the Bible said she came in the press behind. She came through that press, she came through that opposition. You know, it's like in those days, she wasn't even supposed to be on the streets. And it, it, was, it was against their religious tradition for her to be out there because she was unclean. But she says, I'm going to get something from the Lord. He's my healer. He's my deliverer. He's my savior. <laughs> and I'm going to get something from the Lord. And so she said, if I can just touch his clothes. You know, think about how your mind works just in ordinary things of life. If I could just go down, maybe you read an ad in the paper for a job. If I would just go down there and fill out that application, I could get that job. You begin to think. You begin to have hope in something. And you begin to talk it. And then you begin to see it. And then you act upon it. You see? So she began to think it. She began to talk it. She began to see it. She began to see herself touching Jesus. She had that picture in her mind. And she could have just sat there in her house all day and said, well, if I could just touch Jesus, I would be well. She could have just done that for another 12 years. Amen? She could, and you know, some Christians, they just, that's all they do. Well, if I could just get to Jesus, I know he could fix me. up. If I could just get the, muster up the faith, if I could just get to the right place, if I could go to the right meeting, if I, if I, if I, if I, if I and it's just if I, if I, if I, but never acting on that Hope, that desire. But she put her faith into action. She said, If I can just touch his garment, I shall be whole. And she pressed through the crowd. Praise God. And you know, sometimes for us to get something from the Lord, we've got to press through the crowd. We've got to press through the opinions of Aunt Martha. Amen. And the next door neighbor. Amen. And uh, the Religious leader in town or whatever. Somebody that says, oh, that's not for today. Amen. You've got to press through that. You've got to get in the word and see what the word of God says and press through that. And sometimes you've got to press through your own unbelief. Sometimes you've got to press through your own feelings of inadequacy, thinking, well, I'm not good enough to receive something from the Lord. That's for somebody else. That's for Sister Susan, but not for me. I'm just too whatever. I'm too timid. I couldn't do it. you got to press through that. Amen? you got to press through it and get a hold of the garment of Jesus Christ. And so she came in that press behind, and she pressed through that crowd. She pushed her way. I can just picture her. She, was, she, had, it in it. she had that determination. I'm going to get to Jesus. Because she knew she couldn't solve her problem. She knew those doctors couldn't solve her problem. But she knew somebody that could. Amen? And we got to realize that it's the Lord that can take care of that problem in our life. He is the answer. He is the solution. And she came and she touched the hem of his garment. And she felt in her body that she was well. Instantly, a miracle took place. And Jesus turned about and, and said, who touched me? Who touched my clothes? And the disciples said, Jesus, what are you talking about? Everybody's touching your clothes. Everybody's touching you. What do you mean, who touched me? Somebody touched me with a touch of faith. Somebody got something from me. It wasn't a physical touch. It was a spiritual touch. That's why I'm talking to you about this today because you can do the same thing. You can touch the hem of Jesus' garment even though he's not here physically. He has the power to heal you, to set you free. Maybe you have an addiction. You know what? Jesus can set you free of that addiction. I know when the power of God came in my life back in 1977, I was bound in drugs and alcohol. But after the Spirit of God came upon me, I was delivered. I was set free. Uh, He literally blew the devil out of my life. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. And as I said earlier, you know, God heals in a lot of different ways. God will heal through his word. That's why we have that healing CD, because the word will heal you. The The word is anointed to heal you. But sometimes he heals through a healing anointing, through this virtue this virtue that came out of him. See, that word in the original is dunamis. That is the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the same word that's translated in Acts 1 8. You shall receive dunamis. You shall receive power when? After the Holy Spirit is come upon you. See, the Holy Spirit is that power. That power flows to us by the Holy Spirit. Zechariah 4 6. It's not by might, it's not by power. But it's by my spirit, says the Lord. It's the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Sometimes the Holy Spirit comes by the laying on of hands. Sometimes the Holy Spirit comes when you're sitting in a pickup truck praying with all your heart unto the Lord. Sometimes it just comes in a meeting when the word's being preached. You know, I was in pastured out in Edgeley, North Dakota for a while. But anyway, I was there a year and a half, and I ended up, or maybe two years, I ended up pastoring a second church out there in Nortonville. It was a United Methodist church. And I was preaching in that church a Sunday morning. I was preaching on healing. And I began to pray for the people. And I don't think, you know, it was a very short time I had there because I had to preach there, and then I had to get in my car and drive down to the other church. So the the services were about an hour. So I I don't think I laid hands on anybody in that service, but I was just praying, and we were worshiping the Lord after I had preached. And this woman got healed. And she had had a pain in her back for like 28 years. And she said, in that service, it felt like a knife had been taken out of her back. And she was healed by the power of God. And she had some soreness, but within about three weeks, all the pain was totally gone. <laughs> See, I never touched her, but the Holy Spirit did. Yeah. Amen? Another time I was in a meeting in northern Minnesota, and I was, it was a very small meeting because when I went into this town, we had a meeting scheduled. I don't remember the details, but there was another meeting in town. Some big-name speaker was there, and so most of the people were at that meeting. And we were having this, this meeting. There's just a few people there. And I was praying for someone for healing, you know, laying on the hands right here in the front. And all of a sudden, this, this other person jumps up and said, I just got healed. And they had a pain in their side. He said, pain went away. I was just healed. Well, I thought, Lord, I'm praying for this one. <laughs> but he touched that one. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit will touch you. He'll touch you right where you're at today. Praise God. The power of God can make things different. You know, in Isaiah uh, 10, verse 27, it, it said, the anointing destroys the yoke of bondage. See, sickness is a bondage, isn't it? Oppression in your mind, it's a bondage. Addictions, they're a bondage. Fear is a bondage. The Holy Spirit can break that yoke of bondage, can break that yoke off of you and set you free. Praise God. Amen. Because he's powerful. You know, the Holy Spirit was involved in the creation. We read about it in Genesis 1. He hovered over the face of the deep. And and God spoke. And order came to the earth. The Holy Spirit is here today. Jesus has poured out his Holy Spirit upon the church. Amen. And it's not by might. It's not by power, but it's by my spirit. And Jesus said, virtue went out of me. I sensed that power flow out of me. The anointing. You know, Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Amen. Hallelujah. See, there's an anointing to preach, and there's an anointing To heal. And Jesus flowed in the anointing to preach or proclaim. Sometimes he just spoke. That centurion came to him and said, Speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Praise God. He spoke the word and the servant was healed. So he heals through his word, but also he heals through the anointing. The spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to heal. To heal the sick, to heal the brokenhearted. You came in brokenhearted today, you don't have to leave that way. Amen. You can put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Maybe you've been depressed for most of your life. We break it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Not in Tom's name, not my ability, but in the name of Jesus. See? It's that release of the anointing that heals the sick and sets the captives free. Amen. There's power. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is powerful. Can I have an amen? Amen. And we see this many times in in Jesus' ministry. I guess I'm not where I was in my Bible, but I want you to look at something in in 6 there, in the 6th chapter. And down towards the end, And verse 53, notice. And when they had passed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret and drew to the shore. And when they were come out of the ship, straight away they knew him and ran through that whole region round about and began to carry about in beds those that were sick where they heard that he was. So when they heard about Jesus... Like the woman with the issue of blood, they also responded. They said, hey, let's get this. I know so-and-so. They're sick. They're sick. Let's get them over to Jesus. Let's carry them in the bed. Let's, we'll get them there. They acted their faith. Amen? Earlier in this same chapter, it talked about in Jesus' hometown, he could there do no mighty work. And it says he marveled because of their unbelief. See, they didn't have what these folks did at Gennesaret. These folks in Gennesaret had a hunger, they had a desire, they had a belief, and they acted upon their faith. And so they ran through the region, they got people, they brought them in beds where they heard that he was. And whithersoever he entered into villages or cities or country, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might touch, as it were, the the border of his garment. And as many as touched As many as touched, do you want to touch Jesus today? As many as touched, do you want to leave different than you came today? As many as touched, as many as touched, as many as touched, we're made perfectly whole. There's something about touching Jesus. Praise God. We're operating on a nice sound system. I don't know the details, but it's a nice sound system, amen? But you know what? It's got to be plugged in. It's got to be plugged in. We got nice heat this morning, but it's got to be plugged in. You got to have, I don't know how it works, but you got to plug things in. Can I have an amen? Amen. And we got to plug in to the Lord. We got to make a connection to the Lord. Amen. We got to go to the doctor and get fixed. Praise God. We got to meet the conditions. And that woman, she met the conditions. She said, if I can just touch his clothes, she wasn't thinking about her, all her faults and failings and weaknesses, because the same Jesus that heals is the same Jesus that forgives. Amen. He'll forgive those things. Amen. And he'll cleanse you and he'll deliver you and he'll make you different. You say, oh man, I'm just such a mess. I've done so much wrong. I want to tell you something. I'm talking about a Jesus that heals. I'm talking about a Jesus that restores. I'm talking about a Jesus that forgives. Our sins and iniquities and makes us different. Amen. Touching Jesus makes all the difference. Touching Jesus spiritually. He's not afar off. Oh, yeah, He's at the right hand of God. He's at the right hand of the throne of God. He's in heaven. But He has come to us by the Holy Spirit. And He's in this room with us today to meet your need, a certain woman, a certain man, a certain boy, a certain girl. He's here to touch you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You don't have to leave the way you came. In Jesus' name. One time I was pastoring in a town called Howard Lake, Minnesota. We used to have Wednesday night Bible studies, as many churches do, and and uh, so we were studying the word one night. And, and uh, afterwards, you know, we just prayed. We were just praying. And the Lord gave me a word. He said, I was just impressed. There's somebody here that has a pain in their wrist. And uh, I said, Is that, is there anybody here? And, you know, and, and nobody moved. Nobody said anything. And I find this sometimes happens. I get these words and then. Nobody will move, and there's, there's usually a reason. Sometime, one time I was I'll get back to the other story but <laughs> one time I was in Devil's Lake, North Dakota, and uh, in, in a church meeting there, and I had a word about someone with a back problem. Somebody has a back problem. God wants to heal you. And I stood there and waited and waited. nobody came. <laughs> Finally, after the meeting, this lady comes up to me. She says, yeah, that was me. I have a back problem. She says, I, uh, I, I don't want to get healed because I'm, I'm holding out for the insurance money from the car accident I had. <laughs> Jesus wants to heal you, lady. Don't worry about the insurance. It would be better to get healed, amen? amen? Well, anyway, then she let me pray for her, and the pain went away. <laughs> That's the mercy of the Lord, isn't it? Praise God. Praise God. The other day I was in at a businessmen's fellowship in Minneapolis and I had a word about a marriage that needed to be healed and I don't remember all the details but anyway I'm standing there you know like (laughs) well is anybody coming? (laughs) Nobody came but when we had the prayer line this fellow came up and said that was me you know. So that happens a lot but anyway back to this story in Howard Lake uh this lady finally said, oh, that's me. (laughs) And she came up, and and we prayed for her, and she was healed, praise God. And she said, the reason I didn't respond, she said, is because I've had this pain since I was a child. It's it's like part of me. I don't think about, you know, that this is something different. (laughs) But God in his mercy healed her. I talked to her about probably 10 years later. I gave her a call just to see how that had been. No, actually, I talked to her husband. And he said, she's never had a recurrence to that problem. She was healed from that day. Amen. That's the spirit of God. See, sometimes God heals by the word of knowledge. Sometimes he heals like this woman touched the hem of his garment. Sometimes Jesus laid hands on people. Sometimes he spoke the word only. Sometimes he sent them to wash in the pool of Siloam. He does things different ways at different times. If you don't get it one way, don't think, oh, God doesn't care about me. Amen. You go to a meeting and someone gets healed and they're jumping up and down and you, st- and you still have your pain. You know, just continue to love Jesus. Continue to press in. Amen. He might do it with you a different way. Amen. And sometimes he, he uses natural means. I mean, uh, my wife had been having a problem for a long time with uh, leg cramps. And we prayed and we sought the Lord and we were trusting God. Amen. And uh, just because the pain was still there, the problem was still there, we didn't quit trusting God, you know. But the pain was still there. And then finally the Lord spoke to her about uh, that she needed some minerals. Go get some vitamin minerals. You know, just little, not, nothing special, just the regular, cheap, you know, ordinary vitamin mineral pill. She started taking that, and it helped. And then she started taking this uh, uh, It's like a sports drink. It's like Gatorade without the sugar, okay? And it's got electrolytes in it, and the problem went away. Praise God. We give God the glory for that too. Amen? Amen? And we've seen many things like that. But touching Jesus makes all the difference. See, sometimes what we need is wisdom. Touching Jesus will get you wisdom. Wisdom you got a problem in your marriage, and you think, well, there's no way it's ever going to change. Touching Jesus, hearing the word of the Lord can change all that. Amen? He can fix you. Amen? Let him do it his way. Amen? Amen? But don't be discouraged. You know, if it doesn't happen the way you think it's going to happen, amen? Praise God. So she touched Jesus. Virtue went out of him. He sensed that power flow. There's a tangibility. There's a tangibility of this of the Holy Spirit power. You can say, "I'm sensing him now." In fact, I find the more you talk about him, the more he's in manifestation. When you talk about the Holy Spirit and glorify Jesus, lift up the name of Jesus, then that manifested presence of God is there. Sometimes it's like, you know, that flow through Jesus' garment, you know, that healed her. Sometimes it's like the glory just fills a place. One time, I won't tell the whole story, but uh, this man was healed twice, but he was healed once. And then we heard that he had colon cancer, had a tumor they had discovered. And so I talked to him one day. I said, Richard, I may have shared this story with you before, but it's worth repeating. Uh, can I come over to your house and pray for you? He said, sure, come. So I came and him and his wife were there and we sat down. We just studied the Bible. We studied healing scriptures for quite some time. Just enjoyed what the Bible says about healing. And uh, finally I said, Richard, are you ready for prayer? He said, yes. And I stood up and laid hands on him. And I'll tell you, it just seemed to me that the glory of God just was filling that that living room was a large living room was just like it was just like the Shekinah glory of God was filling that whole place and I was just impressed to say in the name of Jesus I command that tumor to shrivel I command it to shrivel and die in Jesus name and uh, (laughs) it was glorious God's presence is glorious Amen. That's why sometimes you come to church like this. You come, you leave, you go. (laughs) Because the glory of God will fix you. And it was wonderful. And I left. And he had a manifestation, even that night, that made him realize that God had relieved him of the blockage that was in his uh, colon. That's the most tactful way I can say about what happened. But he went back, and that tumor had shriveled. And instead of it being like the size of a golf ball, it was now like the size of a large raisin, like maybe a raisin or two raisins, like that. It was all shriveled up. Uh, like, um, what do they call that? In, a, polyp. in a polyp. So instead of being a tumor, now he had a polyp. Well, they took it out. And, of course, they want to check it for cancer, but they lost it. <laughs> so they said, well, you'll have to come back and have another colonoscopy. <laughs> Came back for another colonoscopy within several months. <laughs> they said, you're fine. Go home. You have the, you have the colon of a teenager. You're fine. <laughs> you're healed. Praise the Lord. That's God's power. That's his glory. That's his anointing. Who touched me, Jesus said. Why? Because he felt that. There's a tangibility to that presence. There's there's a reality of it. It's not just a figment of our imagination. It's a reality of the Holy Spirit. I mean, I know when the Holy Spirit came upon me in that pickup truck in 1977, I got out of that pickup truck different than when I went in there. Hallelujah. His glory had come in there. Uh, I've been free of alcohol and drugs ever since. Never wanted to go back. Hallelujah. It wasn't a battle from then. Because when the Spirit of God does something like that, it's so powerful, you know. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. So, you know, stay in the Word and remain open to the Holy Spirit. That's what I say. Praise God. And so the woman's fearing and trembling She comes to him and says, it was me, Jesus. You know, because she's not supposed to be there. It was me. I touched your garment. Daughter. (laughs) Calls her daughter. There's a relationship. This mighty God calls us into a relationship as sons and daughters. That we can be born again because Jesus died on that cross for us. That our sins can be forgiven. That we can have resurrection life. That we can have the Holy Spirit literally live inside of us. We can become children of God. He says, Daughter, your faith has made you whole. Go and be whole of your plague. (laughs) She didn't leave the way she came in Jesus' name. She touched Jesus. I believe you're touching Jesus today, amen? Touching Jesus, touching the hem of his garment, getting a hold of what you need in your life, the Spirit of God can meet that need. It may be wisdom. It may be peace. It may be a healing in your body. But I tell you, whatever it is, our God can meet that need by the power of the Holy Spirit. He loves you so much, you know. He loves you so much. So I encourage you just to draw near to God. See, there's our part and there's his part. Draw near to God. He's going to, what, run away from you? No. Draw near to God. He'll draw near to you. See, it's not hard. Because you are a spirit. He's a spirit. And you can connect. Draw near to God. He'll draw near to you. Draw near to God. He'll draw near to you. Jesus represented his father in the story of the prodigal son. The prodigal son left the pig pen. Amen. Said, I'm going home to my father. I don't care if I live in the bunkhouse. I'm going home. And he's on the way home a long ways off. (laughs) Hadn't even had a bath yet. And his father saw him come down the road and ran out to meet him. That's, That's our God. You take a step towards the Lord, he'll take a a step towards you. Matter of fact, he'll he'll run to you. (laughs) You just do your part. Just open your heart. Say, Lord, my life is yours. I submit to you. I surrender to you. Take me. Use me. Fix me. Heal me. Fix my marriage. Heal my kids. Bring them back to you. Have your way, Lord. Just have your way. (laughs) Hallelujah. He'll run out to meet you. He'll meet you right there. Praise God. He'll meet you right there. He'll do a miracle in your life. Praise God. How many need a miracle in your life today? Praise the Lord. How many need a miracle? You need something from the Lord today. All right. Praise God. Might be physical. Might be spiritual. Might be a family issue. Whatever it is, why don't you just stand up where you are? Hallelujah. Just stand up. Let's just worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, I'm not the healer, but you are. You called us to heal the sick, not in our power, but in your power. And we worship you and we honor you in this place. You are the Lord that heals us, you are the doctor for my life, for my family. You are my physician, and I need your help today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I just want to speak to that fear of I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough spirit, we'll call it. I identify you in the name of Jesus. You're a condemning spirit. And I break your power right now. In Jesus' name, I command you to go. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, be free of that. Condemning spirit, you have no life in this person from this day forth. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus is Lord over that spirit. And the spirit of discouragement and hopelessness. I break your power. I loose you from your assignment. I command you to go in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I hear the Lord say, you are forgiven. You know, when Jesus healed a paralytic man, man, He said, your sins are forgiven you. And the Pharisees were really upset about that. But Jesus healed and forgave. Because he knew that man's heart. He saw their faith. And he told them, he says, well, what is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven you? Or take your bed and rise up and walk? So he turned to him and said, take your bed and rise up and walk. And the man got up and walked and was healed. So I say in the name of Jesus, to those who have ears to hear that, you are forgiven. Jesus' name, somebody's been carrying a burden of guilt, and we thank you, Lord, your word is true, and we break that in the name of Jesus, and we say, the word of God says you are forgiven, in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, your word says that by the stripes of Jesus we were healed. There's sicknesses, there's diseases, but they were placed upon Jesus on the cross. And so now, Lord, we want to cooperate with your Holy Spirit to just bring forth that healing that you have already provided for us. So, I want to ask everyone that has some kind of sickness, disease, or pain, just put your hand on that part of your body where it is. Or if it, you don't have a particular place, then just put, put your hand on yourself somewhere to represent that. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be healed. Be healed, be forgiven, be changed, be made whole. Yep. And those marriages too, be healed in Jesus' name. We release the wisdom of God, the mind of Christ. Forgiveness of one another, and grace upon their relationships. Tormenting spirit, you get out of those marriages in Jesus' name. I break your power and loose you from your assignment, command you to go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for the forgiveness of sins today. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and grace. Thank you for your healing power. Praise God. Now we speak to the pain. In the name of Jesus, go. Go and come no more in Jesus' name. Go and come no more in Jesus' name. Praise God. Lord, just thank you for your glory and your presence in this place, Lord. Thank you for your anointing. Yep, just, we just allow you, we just release you to minister. We're just still. We're just being still and know that you're our God. Yeah, and you're given assurance in some situations. You're given assurance. She got hers right away. But some situations, they take a little time to work out. But God's releasing assurance to you. And see, with that assurance, that's faith. And he'll order your steps then and bring about the change that you need. Healing is the children's bread. I release that healing upon relationships. In Jesus' precious name. Lord, I want to thank you that you are so merciful to us. The Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever. Praise God. Forgiveness it just keeps coming. Forgiveness. Just, just let it all go. You got some bitterness? Let it all go, and God will heal you. God will heal your heart. Let it all go, in Jesus' name. Unforgiveness has no place in your life. Give no place to the devil. That's of the devil. Root of bitterness, we command you to come out in the name of Jesus. Come out in Jesus' name. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let love come, Lord. Let love come. Where there's been bitterness, anger. Bring healing, bring love, Lord. Hallelujah. Forgiveness, grace. Even as you have given us grace, that we might give one another grace. In Jesus' name. the Father, this is a church of love. And I thank you that they grow in love. That they're quick to forgive. In their families, in the church, in the community, on the job, wherever, Lord. These are a people that walk in love in Jesus' name. God says, I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am your physician. And I brought you to this place to receive healing. You've made an appointment with me. You've come to my office and I've given you a prescription. Take your medicine. Be healed. Walk in the light of it. For I am your physician, says the Lord. Just lift your hands and receive that.
1: I was a young Christian at the time. I was farming, and I drugged this leg around for a whole year. But I was a young Christian, and I just heard about healing. And uh, we start going to churches. I always say that where they believed God was alive, and, and so I heard about healing. So every time I went up for prayer, whenever there was an altar call or anything like this, and I never got healed. And, but I, I, I just was determined that, you know, Jesus could heal. So mm-hmm. I kept going up at every service for prayer. And I didn't get healed. Finally, you know, different preachers saying, well, uh, you know, Rich, this, this ain't working. You should go to so-and-so and have them pray for you. And you should go to so-and-so and have them pray for you. And you should go to so-and-so and have them pray for you. How I many of you know sometimes preachers don't give you the best advice? You know?
0: <laughs> we try, though. But we try.
1: <laughs> I didn't go to any of They were big-name type of people that I was supposed to have my, uh, their hand. They had to lay hands on me. And then I, you know. well, a lot of you know my story. It's in my book. If you haven't got my book, you've got to pick one up. But... I was farming. I was cultivating corn. I was in the middle of nowhere, and I got out of the tractor and I just, I just broke down and prayed to God. And he healed
0: me. Hallelujah.
1: And my point is, you got to touch Jesus.
0: Got to touch Jesus.
1: That woman had to touched Jesus. Amen. That's good. And sometimes, you know, I know God works through people. He works through a laying on of hands. He works in various ways. He works. But in every instance, you still, we personally got to touch Jesus. Amen. And that's my point. You got to touch him. He's the healer. Amen. There's no man and no anything can heal. He's the healer. That's right. See? Amen. Only he heals. Only healing only comes through him, through the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. But you got to touch Jesus. That's my point. I can't say I, I, I trusted Jesus. I, I, I mean, I could say I trusted Jesus. And I, I believed, you know, I, I was going to be healed and all that. And it didn't happen. But I believe somewhere, somehow in the middle of that cornfield, I touched Jesus.
0: You made that connection.
1: And got my eyes off everything else. Amen. And I touched him. So touch Jesus.
0: That's a good word. You
1: know, whatever you need in your life. Whether, whatever it is. Any circumstance, situation, touch
0: Jesus, you'll yes. heal it. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Amen. That's pretty good. Amen. Praise God. Well, praise God. I trust that message has been a blessing to you. And you know, if you've never received Jesus into your life as Lord and Savior, you can do that today. And you can have the assurance that you have eternal life. The scripture said, if you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you can confess your way to salvation. You can have a change in your heart. That uh, is miraculous. And you can have that assurance in your heart. That yes Jesus is my Lord. I'm living for him now. And I'm safe in his arms. And I'll be safe throughout eternity. Pray this prayer from your heart. Say dear father. Thank you for Jesus. I believe he died for me. And I believe he rose again and he is alive. Come into my life. Be my Lord and be my Savior in Jesus' name. Thank you for making me your child and giving me the assurance of eternal life in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's been a joy to be with you. Again, get on our website at TomShanklin.org. Let us know if you're enjoying the broadcast. Uh, if, the, if it's been a blessing to you, you can give us a review over on iTunes, and that'll help other people to know about the program. been a joy to be with you today. God bless you folks. Talk to you next time. We pray you have been blessed and encouraged by this message from Tom Shanklin Ministries. Tom Shanklin Ministries is reaching the world with the good news of Jesus Christ. We invite you to become part of this worldwide evangelistic outreach through your prayers and financial support. To request our free monthly newsletter, you can reach Tom Shanklin Ministries at 507-407-HELP. That's 507-407-4357. Visit Tom Shanklin Ministries online at tomshanklin.org or send cards and letters to Tom Shanklin Ministries, P.O. Box 4144, Mankato, Minnesota 56002.